Welcome to Share Your Magic, Biz and Brand Talk with Mary Alvazurez. If you are a soul-driven entrepreneur looking to share your magic with the world in the best ways possible, this is the podcast for you. Mary is here to give you the actionable tools, insights, inspiration, uplifting conversations, and goods to level up your brand, biz, and world. Ready to share your magic with the world? Let's get started. Here is your host, Mary. Hello, beautiful soul. I'm so excited to have you here with me again. Today, we have special guest, Cherie Beaumont. Cherie is a holistic wellness coach, hormone expert, and functional nutritionist and gut health specialist. Amazing. <laughs> Her magic is helping female soulpreneurs heal their hormones so they can use their cycle as their superpower bringing in more flow and feminine ease into their business. I love it. Hi, Cherie. How are you today? Hi, Mary. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to dive into today's podcast. Me too. I'm excited to have you here. First of all, I'm all about feminine flow and feminine ease. So yes, I'm like sign me up. Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Even just before we jumped on to the recording, like just sharing with me your transition into more of a feminine flow state is absolutely amazing. And I think when we couple that with actually using, you know, the superpower that is your cycle, it can be quite transformative in business and just in life in general. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been doing a lot of healing. <laughs> Um, so yeah it's definitely but it's it's helped me grow in so many ways um I like I one of my coaches it's like she's like Mary you know often we focus on like we have to upgrade our businesses upgrade our businesses right it's all about our business as you know when we're um you know doing what we love and stuff but she's like how about mm -hmm. just upgrading your life and I was like yes that's exactly oh, I what I that. need to do <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah but let's talk about, um, you know, all the goods today. So you talk about using your cycle as your superpower, and I'm so intrigued by that. So like I like to say, spill the beans. <laughs> How can we be more in tune with our cycle? Okay, so it's actually quite amazing. You may have heard of before having a circadian rhythm. And that is, you know, our 24 hour clock that every single person has. We have it from the day that we're born till the day that we pass. And males live predominantly in this um, circadian rhythm. And so our whole lives, we've been brought up to be aware of the circadian rhythm. We rise with the sun, we sit with the sun, that type of thinking. And they run on a 24 hour hormonal clock, right? And so a lot of the research I've done, um, there's an incredible expert on this topic in particular, Alyssa Vitti. Um, she talks about something called your infradian rhythm. And so this is looking at the fact that as females during our reproductive years, we actually have a separate cycle. So we have a 28 day cycle, which is 
pretty much from day one of your bleed all the way through till day 28 or potentially day 32, depending how long your cycle is, if you're in that within that normal range. And we have four different phases that live inside that cycle. And so each one of those phases brings about a different part of our beautiful femininity. So for example, when we're looking at our follicular phase, which in my opinion, should actually be the beginning of our cycle. Um, it's kind of your inner spring. And so this is the time where we start to plan, that our creativity blooms, and we can start to get real stuck into that aspect of not only our lives, but our business as well. And then you can move and transition into our ovulation phase or ovulatory phase, which is out in a summer. And this is where it's like that perfect time to kind of um, collaborate, really connect because you're feeling real vibrant. If you think about that kind of summer energy, and then we've got the other two phases, which are you're in a, um, in an autumn or fall and in a winter, which is then um, where you're bleeding. So we have these different phases, which I can go way more in depth into obviously. Um, <laughs> But just to give you a kind of an overview that if we tap into them, we start to listen to our bodies and also our intuition, we're going to start to see the power that is our cycle, especially if you are running your own business, being able to apply this to, you know, sharing your magic with the world is going to be really transformative. Yeah, definitely. It's so funny. One of my, my sister-in-law actually, she's all about the 28 day cycle. And I'm, I like, I was like, Ooh, I don't really want to do into that. Cause then that puts me in a box. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's almost like horoscopes, right? But that's personally me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't like to read yeah. horoscopes because then I'm like, Oh, so on Friday, that's what's going to happen to me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the 28 day cycle, I remember when she would tell me about it, I was like, mm, that kind of like tells me what to do on what day. And I, I, this was years ago though, when we were, you know, when I thought this way, now mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is genius. This is a guide. <laughs> I I think you bring up a really beautiful point there because we can, and I'm a huge advocate as a nutritionist as well of not having people on meal plans and not having to, you know, live in this box or eat this way and live by this certain regime. I think it's one of the things when we superpower our cycle, when we superpower our lives as a result, it's actually giving yourself the freedom and flow. Like just because, for example, during your inner winter, you think about, you know, when we have our bleed, you generally feel like Netflix and chill and kind of a few extra chocolate bars and cuddling up under the covers and that sort of thing, right? But there's also nothing to say that you can't be your creative self during that time. What the what the power of the cycle is, is actually learning to listen to your intuition essentially and be in flow state with that. And if you feel like you can go and train your ass off during that time, then amazing, go and do that. But it's be, it's just trying to connect with that energy a little bit more and go, sometimes I think, cause we've been in this, you know, patriarchal society for so long, we live like on that circadian rhythm day in, day out. We have this belief that we have to show up the same way every single day, put the same amount of energy. And sometimes you are, you know, bleeding or sometimes you are in that luteal phase, which is like leading up to the period that you actually feel like a little bit of crap and you can't focus as much as you used to and we can have this expectation on ourselves to focus on it exactly like 
be a hundred percent, show up a hundred percent. And I think when you're in tune with yourself and your cycle, you can go, Oh, okay. That explains it. I'm just going to give myself permission to relax and rest a little bit more today. And we take that pressure off. So instead of putting ourselves into a box, we allow ourselves to have a little bit more freedom and flow to our lives. Mm, I love the way you put that. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And okay, so what would you say? um, I'm like, now we're just talking about like, you know, our cycle and our flow. I know not everyone or not a lot of, well, you know, everyone is on a different cycle, right? Some um, women, they have their 28 days, you know, they're every so often they like on the day they get their moon cycle, right? Or that's what Mm -hmm. I like to refer to it as. Um, Mm -hmm. What happens to the people that are irregular? How do they, how are they able to track things? Yeah. So firstly, we want to get to the root cause of why things are irregular. So there are a number of issues that can be underlying and we want to get you back into a 28 day, 32 day cycle, essentially. Um, Whenever you're out, whenever you're out of rhythm with your body and your cycle, you're essentially at some form of imbalance. So this can present itself in some more severe like symptoms or cases, like polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, or it may be the case where people are potentially overtraining or overstressed, and then they end up with. Um, like periods that just go missing for bouts at a time. So ultimately we want to get to, and this is something that I'm, I'm very focused on is like the root cause of whatever's driving this. And most of the time when it comes to our hormones, there will be some factor of stress or element of stress that's involved, which can lead to things like inflammation and issues within the gut. And as a result, our hormones start to become imbalanced. So if someone's listening and going, oh, well, yeah, my cycle's irregular. What do I do from here? Start paying attention. Again, the power of your cycle lies within that intuitive state. And so actually going on are you waking up in the morning all guns blazing again living in that 24-hour circadian rhythm like pushing yourself at work and maybe in your exercise maybe you're calorie cutting and you're living in this really restricted mentality and you're really thinking you're doing all the right things and this is what breaks my heart because you see it day in day out with the clients that I work with is they come to me thinking they're doing all the right things and they still aren't getting the results and so taking a step back, slowing down and looking at the bird's eye view of your life and starting to evaluate, you know, how is my mindset? How is my lifestyle? Am I constantly on the go? How, how is actually the food that I'm nourishing my body with? And, and am I exercising or moving my body in a way that serves me? You know, we don't have to be living in this state of more is better. You know, women are not small men. We <laughs> need to start to break that cycle of thinking essentially. Oh my God, everything. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so, I'm so, so glad we're talking about this because not enough people are. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, it's coming, it's becoming a topic, but I'm like, there's still not enough people talking about this. And I always say it too. I'm like, you think there's like, you know, a thousand coaches in there. We need a thousand, mm-hmm. like 10,000 more, right? Yes. <laughs> like we already have a thousand healers. Well, we still need 10,000 more healers. Um, no, so this is so amazing that you're sharing this. Thank you. And so talking about hormones and stuff, like for someone that, you know, has, well, I know there's a lot of different ways and, you know, reasons why your hormones can be in balance and all of that. But what would be like a good starting point for like, hmm, okay, something's off. What can I do to like help myself or heal myself? Like, what would you say to that? 
Amazing. Yeah, really good question because I think that's where, you know, a lot of people can get confused as to where they start. Mm-hmm. First thing I always check in with my clients is number one, are you on a contraceptive method? If so, is it hormonal? Because this again is, is varied opinion. Um, when you're working holistically, at least in my belief set, any kind of hormonal contraceptive disrupts your natural cycle. A lot of the time with females that have hormonal imbalances, the first thing they do is go to the doctor, complain about the hormonal imbalances. They're either A, told that it's all in their head, which is also heartbreaking, or B, they're just told to go on the pill or some other form of hormonal contraceptive essentially to regulate it. And this is the big misconception that's out there. The pill is something, or, you know, um, we've got hormonal IUDs and that sort of thing that actually shut down the communication between your brain and your ovaries. So how can we expect to be living in a state of thriving and feminine energy when your hormones, your natural hormones are being told not to be produced and we're relying on a synthetic form that's being pumped throughout our body every single day. And so a lot of the time I see women that come to me with hormonal imbalances and they're stuck on some sort of hormonal contraceptive. So the first thing to check in is, are you doing that? Again, I'm not 100% against it. There are ways to work around it, but really seeing if that is your only option, because a lot of the time we're not even on those sort of hormonal contraceptives for contraception, you know, yes, it might be an added bonus, but a lot of the time we've done it to get rid of period pain or to get rid of, um, to regulate your cycle like you're talking about the woman that actually miss out on having regular periods but the thing with the pill is the bleed that you have is actually not even a real bleed it's a withdrawal bleed from not having the medication and the reason they've done this is so that the body actually like, so that you actually feel like you are still in sync with your body but you're not if they, if they took that placebo effect out um you could actually take take the pill with absolutely no bleed at all. So it's quite scary what's going on that we don't know about. And so I invite people to check in with themselves there as a starting point. Mm, Yes, definitely. I mean, I went through my own health journey last year and that was the first thing that, well, I was off on my, with my moon cycle and um, the first thing they're like, okay, here's a pill. And I was like, I've never taken this. I don't want to. Internally, my body, thankfully, I'm really in tune with myself. was like, "Mm, no, don't do this. (laughs) But it was just like, you know, the specialist said this. Then they're like, send Mm -hmm. me there. Then they send me there. And I was like, no, there has to be more to this. There has to be more to this. Finally, we found the root of the cause. But yeah, I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad. Like, I literally trashed the pills. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not, and I'm not like, you know, some doctors, like doctors are amazing. amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to trash um, Western medicine or anything no. like that. Um, I think, you know, but yeah, no, I think for me, I'm really grateful. And this is just my personal experience because mm. everyone goes through different things, right? Um, so this is not coming from a place of judgment or anything, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really glad I was in tune with myself and I didn't go on that because that was not going to solve anything um, with what was really going on with me. <laughs> Um, so I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's so beautiful now, Mary, is like, we see, I'm seeing more and more of the younger generation come through and actually start to question these things and go, no, this, I don't think this is actually right for me or made that judgment that you had and go, I'm going to check in intuitively and I don't want to do that. And like you say, I have absolutely so much respect for doctors, but I think there's, there's just been this 
kind of slip up where things have been disconnected. And so again, in reconnecting to yourself, it's, it's really seeing what's going to serve you. And so, yeah, that first point is always check in what, what am I actually putting into my body essentially? And that leads me to the second point, which would be to put, to look at the food that you're eating. So obviously being a nutritionist, that's a huge part of my life and, and where I focus with clients. But I think a lot of the time we don't realize the impact that some of the foods that we can be having. And one of the first things that we need to do in order to bring our hormones back into balance is stabilizing our blood sugar levels. So our blood sugar can go up and down right throughout the day. And what I quite often term as like an insulin roller coaster. So when your body, when you eat something that's particularly higher in carbohydrates or just in carbohydrates also happens if you eat um, protein, but carbohydrates has more of a um, spike, if you, if you say. So we can end up on this insulin roller coaster, essentially, where your blood, your blood sugar goes up, then it crashes down, and blood sugar goes up and crashes down, and the body secretes insulin, which is also a hormone, to help control and manage this and bring your blood sugar back into balance. The problem is, if we can't regulate our insulin levels or our blood sugar levels, then we have no hope to be able to regulate our estrogen, our testosterone, a beautiful progesterone, which is all encompassing in our sex hormones and have that, that beautiful feminine embodied cycle that we're so after. So starting to look at the foods that you're putting in day in, day out is your breakfast, just a whole bunch of oats and berries and extra honey. Cause where are you getting the protein and some fats from? Are we having well-balanced meals throughout the day? There's nothing wrong with, with having that for breakfast, but could you put something else in there that actually will make the blood sugar spike a lot lower and start to balance and set you set yourself up for the day in a way better way? Mm, yeah, definitely. I'd love to know. I'm so curious. And I know there's a lot, you know, everyone's different. But I'd love to hear mm. like, what's a sample day, like menu of eating, like a really good, like you should have this for breakfast and this for lunch, just like an ideal day. <laughs> of course, everyone's different. So I know this isn't for everyone, but I'm just so curious. Like, or like, okay, what do you eat in a day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it makes it easier to that. answer. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I'll go through what I have because, yeah, like you say, everyone's so different. Um, but I will say that, again, when we come back to listening to the power of your cycle, you can actually eat in sync with your cycle. So, again, I'm not a huge fan of, like, regimentation and having to be like, I'm eating this then, I'm not eating this then, and that sort of thing. But when I was talking about, you know, the fact that we have inner seasons within the cycle, you can kind of tie them to the food. So when you think about summer and spring, that's when you'll be eating more of like those colder foods, like your salads and maybe your smoothies and that sort of thing, because, you know, your body's warmer, it's running off that, that kind of energy. And then when we go into like the fall and the, um, the winter, well, typically during that time, you're going to be craving that warmer foods, right? If we think seasonally. So for someone like myself, when I try and eat to my cycle, when I'm in that kind of spring and summer phase, I will have a smoothie in the morning for breakfast, but it's typically high in protein and high in fat. So my smoothie that's my go-to at the moment is um, got a tablespoon of almond butter, tablespoon of chia seeds, um, half a can of coconut cream, and then a scoop of protein powder. So it's a real simple, blitz it all together and that will be my breakfast because it's high protein, high fats, but it's also something that's, you know, kind of cooling for my body at that time of the day. Um, then I'll move into, because I'm in my, my inner spring at the moment, I'll move into um, 
might be having like a bone broth or something for my morning tea. If I have morning tea, sometimes I don't feel like I need it. And then lunchtime will typically be, I make a um, seeded loaf of bread. So it's like made full of like beautiful nuts and seeds. I'll have a bit of avocado and um, pesto, tomatoes, and possibly some sort of like chicken on the top. And then like afternoon tea, I'll make some protein balls. And then dinner is typically some sort of like potentially white fish or lean protein um, with some, you know, a salad or something like that, and maybe a little bit of carbohydrates. So I'm pretty boring, to be honest, <laughs> but it, it works. It works for my body. I get the flavors I want. And the beauty of, you know, kind of changing things with, with the seasons is you get that variety. You know, when we move more into the winter, I, I go to more vegetables than that. So um, yeah, it, it, it can vary, but I'm not again, super strict. Like I can't have this food during that time. I'll, I'll allow myself that flexibility. Yeah. Well, I did like, okay. So listening to you, I was like, okay, awesome. She eats during the day, many different times. Which I know yes. for some of us, it's like, <laughs> again, this is just generally saying because everyone's different. Right. But I'm like, I know a lot of people that like, will be like, nope, I'm only going to eat once a day or I'm mm-hmm. only eating this or, you know, we're just they're restricting themselves. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a nutritionist, so I have no advice in this section. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, it's so glad to hear, Sheree. You're just like eating. I'm a really simple eater, like you. So it's really funny. You're like, that was boring, but that works for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, I. I <laughs> it's really funny because I didn't realize how simple I was of an eater until you know I started living with my partner, and I'm like seeing him, and he's like, that's all you eat. I'm like, yep, this is it. <laughs> But, um, you know, you just got to find what works for you. So I like that you say that. Um, oh, something else I was going to yeah. say. Oh, okay. I think you touched, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you touched on a really good point there, though, with people missing meals or feeling overly restricted. Again, when you're, when you're missing meals, that's regulating your blood sugar levels. So like I said, if you're wanting to balance your hormones out, if you're presenting with any kind of symptoms like PMS, if you're getting headaches, if you get period pains, any kind of symptoms related to your period, please know firstly, they don't have to exist all the time. And then one of the first steps we need to take is balancing the blood sugar levels. And if you're skipping meals, what happens is we end up on way more of a blood sugar spike because your body's having to mobilize the glucose or the glycogen, which is stored glucose essentially in the body, get it moving around. And this causes that huge blood sugar spike because you're not giving it the food. And this is a huge reason why I don't advocate. And a lot of the, lot of the um, leaders in this industry are very prominent in this and speaking to this is that we shouldn't be fasting as females during our reproductive years and there's this you know if we look at the research we are we are so undervalued in research reproductive females that all of the research is around males or postmenopausal women so people who no longer have a reproductive cycle so if you're someone that's listening to this and fasting and wondering why you're not seeing the results that maybe your partner or your brother or you know other people around you are seeing then chances are it's because you're messing with your hormones you know so i just wanted to kind of tie that in there to just show the importance of balancing your blood sugar levels yeah no definitely that's so good to know um this is all so interesting. I'm like, Cherie, this is so amazing. I want to hear you talk all day. <laughs> <I'm> so sweet. <laughs> um, yes, no, I, I mean, I know everything. Okay, so going back um, to 
And I'm like, I know you can't like say everybody's different, right? So, but mm-hmm. for someone that's like resonating with all of this right now and is like, oh my God, no, yes, I need, I want to do the work. <laughs> I need to do the work. I need to, you know, I need, I want to heal. I'm just going to call yes. it heal. <laughs> I, I love, love that, that word. Yeah. All about healing. <laughs> I want to heal, heal the hormones, you know, be one with my moon, because, you know, mm-hmm. use my cycle as my superpower. Um, I know you gave some starting tips, but really like if there's, you know, besides looking at, I know you said what you're eating and then if you're um, taking the pill, (laughs) those are the two things that you said, Um, what would be something else they can do? Yeah. So have a look at your exercise. So again, I'll go back to like, there's, there's kind of two groups of people that I see typically the ones that struggle to exercise at all. Um, And I know that, you know, everything that's happened in the past year has meant gyms are closed and all that sort of thing has made it a lot harder. I've had a lot of messages in my DMs going, oh my gosh, motivation's at an all time low. I can't even be bothered working out at home. And I totally relate to that. I hate, I hate home workouts. I'll be the first to say it. Um, so yeah, feel people on that level. But I also get the other extreme where I have females who are training two or three times a day, um, trying to burn off the extra weight or trying to, you know, think that it's going to help improve their performance or whatever it might be. And so just taking kind of like the step back and actually assessing, you know, am I feeling good after this? is or you know for someone who's not moving their body well are you sitting at a desk all day and chances are if you're working from home you will be am i actually moving my body at all can i get up and go for a walk you know outside and just get the blood flow get the circul like the the body circulating um get the muscles moving and just start to tap into some some actual movement in your day and for those that are going into overdrive are you feeling really exhausted after that are you feeling really tired are you kind of struggling to recover and again still not seeing results because we want to look at the different stresses and ultimately it comes down to the same thing right whether you're doing not enough or you're doing too much they're still putting stress on the body because you're stressing the body out because it's not getting the movement or you're stressing the body out because it's getting too much movement to see is this is this exercise serving me or is this making you know my symptoms worse for example yeah definitely um, and what would you say, you, t- you talked about a few things, you talked about stress, productivity, um, everyone's at different levels right now, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips for that? Because I know for some of us, um, we want to be able, we want help in managing our stress better. What would you say to that? Yeah, I think that's a really good question to be asking right now. And the, it's it's going to sound so simple and people, are, you know, might get a few eye rolls as they listen to this. But um, <laughs> the first thing to do if you are, you know, in a state of stress, and sometimes we don't even realize how stressed we are until we take a step back. I mean, I know that during the first lockdown that over here in New Zealand, um, I'll be the first to admit, like I literally ate a tub of ice cream almost every night because my body was just craving that extra sugar because I was burning through so much more um, magnesium. And so I was so stressed. I'd, I'd put all this extra pressure on myself. And I think sometimes when you're in that kind of situation, you do. And like my body responded so negatively to that. And I was very thankful to, to actually have my partner be able to look at it and go, hey, why are you so 
upset. Like I would cry in the middle of a workout because my hormones were just so in shock. And it's funny how, even though I know what I know, sometimes you still end up getting sucked into the stress of it all and doing the things you know you shouldn't be doing. So just wanted to let everyone know like it is human you are like it is okay to be normal and have these moments (laughs) of like weakness because I think a lot of the time we we think that you know there's no way that you know a nutritionist would do that or someone would be if they know what they know would be doing what they do but taking a step back and having a look at the bird's eye view can be really powerful but the easiest thing to do to manage your stress or to incorporate into your day-to-day life is um, diaphragmatic breathing so Again, like I said, that's probably an eye roll because, well, everyone's breathing all the time. We wouldn't be alive, right? (laughs) Yeah. But what that does, a lot of the time when we're stressed, right, even if you put your hands on your heart while you're listening to this and notice whether you are breathing into your chest or whether you're breathing into your belly, because if, if you are breathing into your chest, what that's doing is that's tapping into something called your sympathetic nervous system, which communicates to the body that you're under chronic stress. It's the system that we should be using um, to run away from a tiger like we used to back in the day, you know, <laughs> not respond to emails or to look at the overwhelm. But that's how we've started to train our body. Our body responds to stress, whether it's real or perceived. And so if we're living in this constant state of stress, breathing really shallowly, it's actually moving the blood away from our internal organs into our outer extremities, like your arms and legs, getting ready for you to fight, fly or freeze. And this boosts up those cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, which is going to downregulate your other beautiful hormones and cause this constant stress response. And one of the reasons that I talk about breathing is because that shifts you from that sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest phase where we should be living for majority of our day. So if you can switch your breathing to, even if for a while it's a conscious thing that you have to keep reminding yourself to diaphragmatically breathing. So even right now, as you're listening, popping your hands on your belly and taking a deep breath in through the nose for three, two, one, and feel the belly inflate and then exhale nice and slowly for three, two, one. You'll feel the difference. You can even hear right now, my voice is slowed down. I've kind of slowed down the rhythm that I'm speaking at. That was so amazing. Just breathing. <laughs> and I'm talking about it with um, someone else on another podcast. Oh, with Amberly in a previous podcast. We were just talking about the magic of breathing. And yeah, no, it's... <laughs> yes. Thank you for walking us through that. I swear, sometimes <laughs> we forget that, right? Well, we're breathing every day, right? Just unconsciously. That's how we're staying alive. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, just literally, <laughs> my partner does this with me when he sees that I'm stressed. He's like, let's do three ohms. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, it worked. Yes. I feel so much better. <laughs> He's like, I know you're going crazy right now. Like, and you do, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that he's very aware of this, and you can see that. <laughs> he is. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I'm a lot more energetic than he is, and he's seen me in my healing journey, which is really awesome. And so, yeah, he's just like, okay, you're stressed right now. Let's just own it out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, but you know, for yourself, if you're listening to it right now, maybe that's something you can put into your own. Um, that's practice. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and you notice the difference straight away. That's one of the things. Exactly, exactly. Oh my God, Shree, you've shared so much gold with us today. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, where can people connect with you and learn more about, yeah, all of this? <laughs> I want, um, you know, <laughs> now that we're talking about it, it's like, it's so nice um, to know that there's someone out there that I, you know, actually gets it. And like, I could say by listening to you, from a recording and I'm like no she gets it like I said sometimes you know you're going doctor to doctor and they don't know and then you're just like well go to that specialist and that specialist and again I'm just speaking from my own personal experience everybody's different right but um I would love for people to connect mm-hmm. with you and heal heal we're just gonna call it heal <laughs> um so we're gonna connect with yes you. yeah exactly that's one of the pillars of my brand <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you can come and connect with me over on Instagram. That is where I'm probably found the most, um, at strengthen.heal.nourish. So you can see, yeah, healing is one of the main pillars of the brand. Or, um, if you want to just check out a little bit more or, um, flick me, uh, email or anything like that, then, um, sheriehannawellness.com. So Sheree is spelled S-H-E-R-E-E. And I'm happy to connect in any way, even if you just want to let me know you've listened to the podcast um, or if you have any follow-up questions, I'm totally here to support that because I know how, how overwhelming and confusing your health can be and, and where to start on the health journey. And like you've said, Mary, so many times so beautifully that we are all such individual beings and it is important to kind of have the right guidance and support for you. Exactly, exactly. It's I'm always like, if it's an alignment for you, then you know, let's do it. But yeah, because everybody's different. So I really want I was trying to generalize everything. I'm like, everyone's really different, but what are great tips? Because <laughs> um, I know you can't, you know, we can't specifically say um no, something. Yeah, what and what I have said today can be applied to everyone, you know. It's it's about building up that really strong foundation. So if you're eating at regular times, if you are sleeping well, if you're breathing breathing diaphragmatically and if you're checking in with your body you're building on a really beautiful strong foundation as it is okay amazing i love that okay that's a disclaimer these are general tips anybody could take them (laughs) amazing i'd love to hear that (laughs) yes i don't want to put you on the spot because you know sometimes people are like this isn't for everyone but these are some tips so no but thank you for clarifying that thank you (laughs) all right so there we have it that's all (laughs) that's all today i really hope this inspires you on the other end listening right now and i hope it uplifts you in all the ways Thank you again, Sheree, for joining us today and sharing your magic with us. (laughs) And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, you're welcome. Um, As always, I'm sending all the love, all the light, good vibes, and magic into your home, your world, and your business. I'll see you later. You've been listening to the Share Your Magic Podcast with Mary Alvazurez.
If you've enjoyed what you've heard on today's episode, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time, keep sharing your magic with the world. We'll catch you in the next episode.